0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Before we get started with this episode of Bench with Bubba, I wanted to talk to you about RotoBaller.com. Win big in 2022 with RotoBaller.com's MLB and DFS Premium Pass, which includes 15 exclusive lineup tools, daily DFS cheat sheets, and our new Team Sync platform. Use RotoBaller's exclusive hitter projections, pitching planners, DFS value plays, research stations, lineup optimizer, and more to help you win big. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bubba and the Bat Flip, episode 137, recapping your week 25 fab. Two more weeks to go after this, about 10 more days to go after this one, technically, once the fab week ends. Lots of fun stuff. There's still some moving and shaking to be done, but uh, you'll see some of the names, especially the first one we talk about. You'll understand the time of the year we're at. Uh, You can Hmm. find myself on Twitter at Bedientric,
2: My co-host is always on Twitter at Bat Flip Crazy. Toby, how we doing, my friend? Doing well, Bubba. Just trying to hold on here. The last little bit of the season. Um, Yeah, I mean, still so much can change. So every day is magnified. I was joking before, like there were so many runs scored today and I feel like my team doesn't have any of them, which isn't good. But I also didn't have any of the pitchers who gave up the runs. I didn't have any pitchers in the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, Phillies game unless Robertson pitched in which case I would be very I, sad I
1: just looked I just looked at the summary of plays I didn't see his name or the guy giving up runs it was mainly Gibson and Stripling that gave up the bulk of it and it's like Gibson Stripling Burns McClanahan um, we'll get to Wade Miley in a minute there's a bunch of guys that people really relied on this week that of it's only Tuesday and it's already been like oh boy like this is gonna have some ramifications here and it's like we talked about the two start guys and again, we'll talk about Miley and some other guys but you were pitching Burns and McClanahan no matter what, and that got ugly quick. And then McClanahan leaves again. Let's just speculate here real quick, Toby, just for fun, because it's pure speculation. So McClanahan left to start early. A was getting roughed up, but he left with a like a like a stiff stiff neck a neck injury. Mm. So he's day to day. Obviously, it's Tuesday. You're going to wait to find out more information. But say come Sunday, and he's still day to day, Toby. What are you doing with Shane McClanahan?
2: well it depend i think it depends where you're at, you know it's like so team dependent I've got a team where I'm like I'm almost like i would i wish I could start zeros at this point um in in some instances then put in somebody who's a little bit shaky but um yeah, I mean I think yeah it's tough, it's tough i think you depends what you need you may yeah. need to move on, and I think the thing too is like not only is the person healthy but are they going to be able to pitch is he going to be able to pitch to his full potential yep. you know he's only had two starts since he's come back from injury i think today was three innings right yep three um, innings he went five or four like the 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 time before so there's a limited ceiling it seems like and the rays while they certainly need to clinch like where they finish in the playoffs i think they'll be more concerned about having him for the playoffs so yep. i would probably be inclined to move on you know there's a couple question marks that i held on to you know injury wise but mostly it's in situations where like i can i have the extra bench spot and the the talent level is so far superior that if i can just get like even a week out of the guy that it that it'll end up you know and the reason why
1: i wanted to ask is you hit on a lot of that there it's after this next week we have like a three game week after that or whatever it ends like on a wednesday so even if McClanahan comes back and someone picks him up, what are they getting out of him? Like you said, yeah. is he going deep? Is like like what you could pick up this weekend? Even if it's like a reliever that gets like maybe luckily gets like three outings or something, and then you get him for one or two the following week, that might add up to more than McClanahan's going to do in the one start you miss. So that's the whole reason I wanted to bring it up. You're gonna have a lot of those kind of questions coming up here, and you cannot be afraid to just get rid of people right now Like it's just it's literally chopping season what are you what's your team need and McClanahan might he's one of the top Cy Young candidates he probably won't win it but he's one of the top ones he's still droppable probably this weekend so just throwing it out there unless some crazy news comes out but right now it's like they're like you said they're gonna take it easy with them because they want them for October they don't care mm-hmm. about the next couple of weeks so we'll have to wait and see how that one plays out yeah all right sure. Let's get into fab like we usually do. We recap the online championships, 12-team NFBC leagues, and you know it is the second-to-last week or 3rd last whatever. Not the penultimate one. We're not there yet. But the most added player this week, the most added player this week, Wade Miley, in 114 leagues as high as 248. That's someone that had all their money left. And what I will say is he's made two starts since coming back from the IL before the blowup on Monday, and he's actually pretty decent in those starts. And what made him really good, because I'm usually very skeptical of two-star guys, he was at Miami and at Pittsburgh, two of the best matchups, first left-handed pitching you can find in baseball right now. And Wade Miley goes out there, three innings, seven hits, seven runs, only three earned, thank goodness. Walked two, struck out two, gave him a couple home runs. It was brutal, Toby. Like, I'm sitting there in DFS I was wanting to play. It was like $6,600. I'm like – this is great. They're playing the Marlins. The Marlins can hit the broadside of a barn and implosions took place. Maybe like, you know, 3 earned runs. So the defense did not help them at all. But um, Wade Miley needs to help us out a lot come that Pittsburgh starter. It's going to be Bloodbath City. So, what's your thoughts on the addition? Strictly a two-star guy in some of the better matchups he's seen in baseball.
2: Yeah, I, I was, I was, uh, I was a adder of of Wade Miley this week in a a 12 team or two, but it's kind of a situation where I'm trying to, I'm just trying to maximize innings. So I'm going for wins. I don't have a ton of, I mean, I can lose in ratios, but I essentially need to gain so much just to be in the, you know, in the running for um, winning the league. So um, yeah, but you could see it. I mean, like you mentioned, there was some bad luck there, seven runs, but only three earned he always he's Wade Miley, you know, he's going to have that one start in September. That's just an absolute disaster. And this could have been a lot worse. I mean, it didn't help your whip. Certainly it didn't help your, your ERA, but um, it could have been worse, but there, you know, he's fine. I mean, like I can totally see why people would have added him just strictly as a volume play, given the matchups, as you mentioned, that's kind of what it was. You have like essentially a league average pitcher with really good matchups. So you hope you you make it out of it okay, and there's still possibility, right? He throws six shutout, and you know we're all talking about how he did fine, you know, for this week. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But it's not pretty, but it happened.
1: Yeah, no, and I'm with you. I was all in too, even in 12 teamers. I'm mainly a 12 team player, and if he was available on 15th, I think I might have got him in barf with us or something. Um, I, this was strictly, we talk about it like with hitters, like, Hey, eight game week maximize at bats. This was maximizing innings in, like I said, two phenomenal matchups. Like, it wasn't like we talk about two star guys where it's one pretty good matchup, and one like, Oh no, he's facing like the blue Jays in Toronto or something like this was legit. Like (laughs) he couldn't, and they're both in great at Miami at, but they weren't even at home in Wrigley. Like this is the best case scenario. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. Hopefully he rebounds. Like you said, it could have been worse. The fact is only three runs was nice. Um, just cross your fingers and hope he can give you like five or six and five or six Ks and maybe a dub against Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh strikes out like 30% of the time versus lefties. So if Wade, the thing is Wade's got reverse splits. So that's the, that's the thing where it's kind of tricky. At least it is like in recent years, he's got reverse splits. So you have to like kind of keep an eye on that, but that's in the past. We've already made the move and we'll have to uh, see how this one plays out, but probably a quick drop come next week. Rodolfo Castro of the Pittsburgh Pirates picked up in 69 leagues as high as $19. The Pittsburgh Pirates this week uh, faced Nestor Cortez, and they had Miley and Smiley on the weekend. So Castro, nice left-handed. Uh, he can hit lefties pretty well. But overall, just been hitting the ball pretty good of late. Um, a guy just to you know get the at-bats, see if he can accumulate. Uh, were you in on Rodolfo Castro? He hit a home run today as we speak on Tuesday. So he's, he's been swinging a pretty hot bat.
2: Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, this is definitely a big miss for me. Um, I've had him at different points in the year, but just kind of whiffed, and he's been really good. You know, you look at kind of the metrics across the board, he's definitely been lucky, but 222 plate appearances, 10 home runs, five steals. That's fantastic. Uh, 11 barrels, though, 10 home runs. Now 12 barrels, 11 home runs, I think, after today. So, again, a little bit of fortune, but still, I mean, Uh, He's playing pretty much every day and he's getting those plate appearances. It's not the best week because they face the Yankees this week, but you know, it's, uh, there are, there are worse situations. He's skipping cold. Not that that's anything dangerous these days, but yeah. So, you know, you look at him next year, it'll be interesting. You know, the O swing has improved. The contact rate's actually gone down, even though the K rate has gone down. Um, So some contact issues still, but you see that power speed combination. Ground ball rate is down as well. So some some promising movement, some luck involved there for Castro. But at this point in time, you know, you're just hoping it hits. Ride the hot hand. Ride the hot
1: hand right now and see what happens. And so far, so good We're with of Castro. Another pitcher I was looking into pretty heavily this week uh, was Bailey Ober. He was added in 68 leagues as high as $33. Came back from the IL uh, last week. Five innings, one hits, no runs, one walk, 5K against Cleveland, which is big. Because uh, Cleveland doesn't strike out a lot, so that was that was a big move there. Um, Ober is going to keep getting stretched out, but he faces Kansas City this week, and then potentially gets the White Sox and the Tigers next week, which is a great like final three starts. If you can script, like I don't, we talked about Miley script. This is another three pack that's pretty solid for the remaining remainder of the season. So Ober was kind of high on my list. I didn't get him in as many places as I like Toby because it was kind of bargain basement shopping, but I was pretty interested in Bailey Ober, a guy we've we've liked in the past, we liked a draft season, and now we might get a a couple starts of glory to finish out the year.
2: Yeah, I I you got to be really pleased if you picked up Ober. I got him in 15 teamers last week in a couple spots. And I think the thing with Ober is yeah, that schedule that you mentioned. I mean, last week it was the Tigers that he played last week, was that yep. right? The no, Cleveland. And he's Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. You had Cleveland last week, pitched well, now he gets the White Sox right-hander against the White Sox and then um uh, next, and then next week Casey, Detroit and Detroit and then, yeah, KC this week. Thank yeah. you for your help with that. <laughs> um, you know, and so you got to love that schedule, like kind of going out. So we'll see what he ends up doing, you know, hopefully he makes all those starts, but I'm sure they want him to get a little bit of run here towards the end of the season. He missed so much of the season, just looking at last week, you know, he was right around his three year averages. The K rate was up a little bit swinging strike rate down a little bit, but dude doesn't walk guys. So that's always nice for the whip. And then let's just check out his velocity where it was. It was down uh, considerably, um, down about a mile plus per hour. Um, so maybe it'll go up with his second start here. Maybe it won't. That's a little bit of an area of concern. But again, th- at this point in the season with everybody that you're throwing out there, it's hard to argue with, with, with Ober. Yep,
1: 100% with you on that one. Another guy that's hard to argue, and we've talked about him multiple times on this show throughout the year, is Hunter Green. We know he's electric. We also know he's got control issues, and that's been like the bugaboo. He's either been amazing or he's been giving up home runs and walks. It's been all over the board, but the talent, unarguable. Like, the dude is legit good. Return from the IL. let's well, first do the basics here. Picked up in 62 leagues as high as $100. Uh, he returned from the IL, faced St. Louis, which is not the easiest offense to face. Six innings, four hits, no runs, no walks, 11 strikeouts. He even had a, min- a minus .56 FIP, .44 X XFIP in that start. Mm-hmm. He was just an electric factor. The fact he had zero walks and 11 Ks versus a very good St. Louis offense that doesn't strike out a ton and works counts was beautiful. Now, I added him where I could. He wasn't pulling that many leagues. I added him where I could. But I'm also going to put the caveat out there. We've done this dance multiple times this year, Toby. We've talked about it multiple times on the waiver wire, and he could just and they and they have Great American Small Park this week. Bless you. Um, Great American Small Park this week. He gets Milwaukee. No one would be shocked if he goes up three home runs and walks five. That's just what Hunter Green does. That's the problem. But at the same time, he could throw another six shutout and strike out eleven. So I like the move. I like the risk, especially this time of the year. But, like, you know, if you're a first-place team, do
2: you take this risk?
1: That's the question.
2: Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it, could,
1: it could separate you for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it just depends on what you need. Obviously, at this point in the season, we're all kind of managing categories and trying to get what we need. Uh, green's really interesting. I mean, you mentioned the home run issue. That's the major piece with him, 1.9 home runs per nine. Even the walk rate, yeah, slightly high, 8.9% not kind of outrageous K minus walk at 21% K rate close to 30%, 11.43 K per nine. That's phenomenal. 14% swinging strike rate. Good in the zone. Doesn't really get those chases. I think that's where he can go maybe next level, you know, getting those pitch chases on pitches outside the zone. I think that's going to be really key kind of to his development. and, And he's still so young, uh, 23, just turned 23. Um, so yeah, I think you run him out there uh barring having like the best you know pitching ever and you just kind of hope for it because he can help you out with those k's and milwaukee you know outside of facing garrett cole is a pretty tough offense um or a pretty bright side
1: and the bright side is he gets at pittsburgh next week so even if even if milwaukee started like just tread water if anything just tread water you don't have to be great just tread water get to pittsburgh next week without crushing me and we'll be, totally. we'll be totally cool. Like that's the things you look at this time of year. We've talked about it time and time again, Toby, like look at the next week schedule, look at those things. It's even more vital. Like just, just breaking down these pickups right now makes so much more sense. Like, Hey, this guy was still a good move, but then look at the extra you get with this. It's like, Oh wait, hey, this was like, definitely worth spending a few more bucks for things like that. If you had it, not everybody had it, but uh, that's the fun in this one. A guy we talked about last week you've been in on is Jose Leclerc, picked up in 58 leagues as high as $170. Since getting his first save on August 14th, he has six saves now. He has a 216 ERA, 331 XFIP. And more importantly to me, a 34% K rate, which is usually not his standard 10% walk rate, which you do expect. But, you know, 24% K to walk, you can work with that as a closer. You prefer fewer walks, but you can work with that. And he's doing the thing that's always been a problem with him. He's keeping the ball in the ballpark, so uh, he looks really good. Looks to be the guy for the final like two weeks. Uh, I know you were on him last week, so I'm assuming you're all good with this move.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we, I think he's been on the show a couple times um, already. But yeah, he's he's been really good. Um, I know. Uh, shout out to Rob DiPietro. He's been a fan for a while. Um, Leclerc is, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, there's worse closers to have running out there right now um so yeah he's he's been he's been good
1: yeah you want to know another guy that's been really good elvis freaking andrus he went two for four again tonight with a double and another stolen base like the, there's the old joke i talked about with like brandon marsh recently and some other guys changes scenery just does wonders for guys like joe adele go find a new building somewhere that'd be cool elvis andrus got dfa'd By the A's. The White Sox picked him up and started him on August 19th. He's leading off for them now, by the way, like over the last like three weeks, it feels like. But since August 19th, hitting 314 with six homers, six stolen bases, 19 runs, 21 RBIs. He's doing everything. It's ridiculous. It's awesome because I took him as like my third shortstop in every draft and hold I have. So it's glorious. Doesn't mean I'm going to win anything, but it's fun. Um, and honestly, I've said it for a couple of weeks now in articles I've written. If he's available, write it out. Like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop It's Elvis Andrus. But write it out because even Tim Anderson is he's like working back to play, but they still don't have a set timetable for him yet. And Andrus has been so good. It's like you've seen who they play at second base and stuff. Andrus ain't leaving the lineup. So this is this is interesting right here.
0: The best way to learn a language immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations and their tips and tools are approachable accessible rooted in real life situations and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world here's a special limited time deal for our listeners Right now, get up to sixty percent off your Babbel subscription at babel. dot com slash bluewire. That's sixty percent off at babel. dot com slash bluewire. Spelled b a b b e l. dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, he's been really good. I've got him in one really important league, and it's been a joy to watch. Even today, two for four, another run, steal. Like he's just been great. Um, it's interesting just looking from a skills perspective. Like he's got the the key combination of ground ball rate going low, you know, relatively low. It's about where it is like over the last three years. But his hard hit rate has really surged um, recently, and so he's got kind of the combo of those two things happening at the relatively the same time, which oftentimes results in more power. But you know, it's also riding the luck wave. You know, his his BABIP over the last fifteen games is three fifty three. You know, so among the highest that he's had in the last three years, and then I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm guessing that his home run per fly ball rate is just, yeah, astronomical. I mean, it's ridiculous. If I were to show this to you, his home run per fly ball rate is 31.3% over the last 15 games. Over the last uh, three years, it's 6%. Something. So, also, again, was, this is what you're hoping Oakland, for. Though.
1: A lot of that was in Oakland, too, so that
2: helps. It was in Oakland. I'm not true. saying
1: 31% is still crazy, but I'm just like, you expected a little bump, hopefully.
2: For sure, for sure. But and, and, I mean, it's not a criticism necessarily of Andrews or anything like that, but it's just to say, like, this is what you're hoping to catch, right? Yep. This is this is what lightning in a bottle looks like. Uh-huh. Like, over the course of a full season, will Andrews do this? You know, pro- no. He, no. He absolutely won't. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. but you know it, he can put together a run like this and and you just kind of enjoy it while it lasts. you keep running him out there and he's been fantastic
1: yeah i'm with you like i've picked him up where i could i have him in dc's like i said he's worth every penny right now and i wrote him up he's like super low owned still which blew my mind so uh like make that happen change that if you're in 12 teams and lower 15s he's everywhere because he should be but uh make that change wherever you can we won't spend too much time on this last guy, so we talked about him a lot last week, but I just wanted to mention Aristides Aquino, the Punisher, picked up in 50 leagues as high as $23. Toby was all in on him last week. Very good call there. Since August 31st, hitting 297 with five home runs, six doubles, 350 Babbitt, but you'd expect that for a guy that hits the ball as hard as he does, uh, almost a 50% hard hit rate. So he's been awesome. Six games in Great American Small Park this week. Any other thoughts on Aristides
2: Aquino? Uh, just sadness because I'm, I'm going after, um, I'm going after RBI and home run in one league. And I had a decision between Aquino and, uh, Bader and, you know, it seemed like Aquino was the key key go-to. I think Bader probably plays two out of three, you know, Aquino's played for, for the last, however many in a row. And then, uh, Bader of course gets three RBI, you know, uh, today. So just one of those things, but again, decent matchups. He's got he's got the Red Sox to, to this week, and then he's got the Brewers, but the Brewers aren't necessarily the same team. Yeah. And I those are all at home. And you know, so we we're talking about second best ballpark probably in all of baseball to be at home on. Um, he's got Connor Siebold tomorrow. He does have Woodruff and Burns, although Burns hasn't been the same guy for a little bit. Nope. Then he's also got Jason Alexander and um, Josh Lindblom. You know, coming up as well. He's got a pretty nice home. schedule next week, too. Yeah. And then next week, yeah, he's got at Pittsburgh for three and then at Chicago. Sign me up, baby, for Aristides down the stretch.
1: The Punisher. The Punisher. It's coming, folks. So yeah, get that where you can. Luis Severino at picked up in forty-seven leagues as high as twenty-five dollars. Supposed to be returning from the I. L this week. So it's pure speculation move for everybody out there. It looks like they have him slated to pitch tomorrow wednesday against the pittsburgh pirates that's a good spot and if all goes well he gets toronto and baltimore next week so people looking for lightning in a bottle with luis severino i just don't know what you're going to get from him he wasn't available anywhere i was had leagues though
2: yeah he wasn't really available anywhere that i was too i mean i think the major factor to to consider is you know do you anticipate he's going to be able to go five innings and, and get that win you know um And that that's going to be tough, but there are a lot worse options to go with. So definitely see why people would roll the dice a little bit and throw him out there. Um, You know, it's it could be it could definitely be a lot worse. Definitely. We talked about John
1: Gray last week. He was picked up in 39 leagues this week week as high as thirty five dollars. He made his first start off the I.O. last week, went three and two thirds this week. His first start, or I guess it was Sunday, went four and a third, two runs, four K. So they're stretching him out some more. So you're hoping this week he gets back to maybe five, six innings if you're lucky, maybe get a couple starts in that range. He's got um, Cleveland on Thursday or Friday, which is not always the best, as we've talked about, but then at Seattle next week. So not cushy matchups, but not horrible matchups. I could see the upside if he get, does get stretched out to five or six.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we talked about him last week. Really good pitcher, improved skills. You know, he's, he's – he definitely looks like one of the guys who's really kind of picked it up a notch this year. So he'll be interesting next year, given the lack of volume. But, you know, you just hope he gets that those five innings uh at some point this season.
1: No doubt about it. Jonathan Daza uh, got picked up in 38 leagues, in size $11. This is a guy we used to talk about as a streamable player from time to time. And then he went on the IL. He's returned on September 6th, and he's been swinging it yet again. He's usually not a big power source, but a decent batting average RBI guy. was hitting second on Tuesday since returning on the 6th hitting 364, five doubles, a home run and 12 runs scored. That'll that's called padding the roto categories right there and it helps seven games in course this week. So Daza was one of those that I thought should have been added everywhere you could add him. He got added in 38 leagues so not everywhere, but uh, he was he was pretty much any rocky was on my radar this week.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was definitely when I share my fab. That was definitely one of my strategies and Daza was was on that list i mean amazingly i think he's like one for he's like one for 13 or something like that or one for no one for 11 or one for 10 so far in the season or in the series but he's already got four runs he's just hitting into fielder's choices left and right so again volume play at cores hitting second playing every single day helping your batting average doesn't really help in home runs or steals so that's something you got to factor into the equation but Definitely will help in in counting categories, and he's already doing that.
1: No doubt about it. Drew Smiley. Talk about a guy that's, quote-unquote, figuring it out. It's been impressive to watch Drew Smiley. Added in 35 leagues as high as $51. Um, He's been outside of a a hiccup against St. Louis on the 3rd. It's been uh, two runs or less in every start since August 6th. So one hiccup. He's been good, and the strikeouts have been there. Uh, he gets to start. Looks like this Sunday at Pittsburgh, which is a great matchup to have. So yeah, Drew Smiley is definitely a guy that should be rostered down the stretch here if you need a even strikeouts, let alone potential like ratio help too. If he's been that good right now.
2: Yeah, he's been he's been really good. I mean, across the full season too. I mean, he's been he's been very playable um, when he starts. Um, in the in his last five starts, though, you know, around league average and in zone contact, I think where he's he's been helpful is getting chases on pitches outside the zone. So 39.1%. That's, that's awesome. Um, the K minus walk rate actually isn't that great. 21.6 and 8.1. So like around 13%. Uh, but the swinging strike rate's nice at 12.8%. So, you know, just, just doing well enough to give us, you know, to have us eyeing him in like around 40 of, of draft champions leagues next year, you know? Uh, with that eye for taking over, but over the course of the full year, three forty-eight ERA in one hundred three innings, eighty-nine strikeouts, so less than one strikeout per inning pitched, fourteen point five percent K minus walk, totally mediocre, mediocrely fine. But that O swing is really nice, you know, getting chases on pitches there. Um, the walk rate seems a little, a little wrong in terms of how high it is over the last little bit because of that, that chase rate. So again, really nice season for him uh give him where he was going and yeah a nice guy to be thrown down the stretch
1: And like you said in there he is the perfect draft champions guy like take him in later rounds he's gonna eat up innings when he's out there he goes through his hot streaks you roll him out there like he's the old kind of J A hap type those guys that you just kind of they're boring veterans that you love to plug in and it's, it's a beautiful thing so with you there ride him while you can i've had him in 12 team leagues for a little while he's been like really really good so uh, i enjoy that with him David VR for the Gigantes. Again, the Giants have four in Colorado and three in Arizona, which is not a bad situation either. Since getting recalled on the second, he's hitting 280 with four home runs. He went deep again on Tuesday night. It's a guy that had tons of power in the minors. Talked about him when he first got called up and they got demoted. There is a lot of swing and miss in David VR's game, but there is a ton of power and he's showcasing it again. Like I said, since he got called up, now that gives him five home runs since September second. That, like you talk about lighting a bottle, you give me five home runs from a free agent pickup for just one month of baseball in like a 15-team league, you take that in a heartbeat. So, And he still has two more games in Coors, let alone everything else. So he has a great move, and he's not just getting platooned. He's not playing every day, but he's, he's not strictly a righty-lefty thing like it was when he first got called up, which is good to see also.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's got a really great kind of precipitously dropping ground ball rate, 30.8% since he came back to the bigs, and an increasing hard hit rate at 38.5%. At and again, that's a really nice combination. He's got good plate discipline. He's got horrible contact skills, uh, really just got awful uh, contact skills at about 60% overall contact, 74.4% in-zone contact. So his in-zone contact is worse than league average for overall contact. But, you know, like you mentioned, he's been hitting some home runs, getting the ball to fall in for him. Like those are all, all good things to be happening um, at this point in the season um yeah his BABIP's at 343 over the last little bit you know slightly above where it normally is but you know with again with that with the quality of contact and that low ground ball rate it's a really nice combo he does have five home runs on six barrels you know six on seven including today so there's a little been a little bit of good luck but you know the cores for seven uh course for four games like that's definitely worth it just in yeah, and of itself in itself 100% on that one next one I started
1: adding this guy last week because I loved dig- digging deeper on him Brian Bayo picked up in 34 leagues as high as $12 um everyone was pumped when he got brought up earlier this year had some hiccups had some adrenaline things looked like the kind of guys getting you know the light line was a little too strong for him back to the minors since coming back on August 24th it's been three or runs or less five or more innings and four or five starts but more importantly the strikeouts are back one start really where the walks were an issue, but two, eight, four ERA, three, four uh, X FIP. Um, the, the, the K to walk is not ideal. I will be hundred percent honest with that, but I love the adjustments we're already seeing from the guy we saw, like in his first three or four starts to this guy. If he keeps making these improvements, we're seeing, we're getting glimpses now of, uh, of the guy we were hoping we'd get back in like July when he got called up. So I'm willing to take the shot. It was risky this week. He had Cincinnati at Cincinnati and, um, the at the Yankees this week, so I understand if people were nervous there, but uh, he had the Yankees last week and looked great, because the Yankees outside of Aaron Judge aren't
2: that good right now. So, um, it, it's I was willing to take chances on Bayo. Hey, you say that now. They just put up nine runs, and Giancarlo Stanton hit a walk-off Grand Slam. So Yeah, they faced Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right on. I mean, Bayo, like, over his last five, um, his in-zone contact's at 80.2%. That's fantastic. O-swing at 34.1%. That's really good. Uh, k rate at 25.2 walk percentage at 9.3 a little bit of an area of concern right there but still a 16 percent k minus walk in 15 teamers you know you're going to take that all day of the week 14.5 percent swing strike rate i think the issue is the ratios i actually had him in a 15 teamer and i dropped him this week because i wasn't going to start him this week and then i think next week who does he have who does he have he's got at toronto next week so I'm not going to throw him in there. The ratios are super tight in that league. Even today, I mean, he pitched pretty well. If you wanted K's and ERA, he did great. But he also had a 2.0 WHIP. He gave up uh, eight hits and two walks in five innings. You know, so that's just dangerous. It's walking, walking a little bit of the danger line, and you know, so you can get burned with that, and especially with these matchups. But again, you know, your options are a little bit limited in those deeper leagues. And strikeouts, he's you know can't find much better. At this point,
1: that's the biggest thing. Like looking for strikeouts this late in the year, like he's a big strikeout guy, volume, volume, volume in that regard. So I was pretty excited to see that one. We'll see if I I, I kind of don't want him to finish well, even though I added him because I want to get him for value next year in draft season. Because I, I like you just pointed out, and I was saying I like the improvements we're seeing. And that's something I think is gonna take a step in the right direction. Hayden Wesneski, Wesneski, Wesnesky of the of the Chicago Cubs, Chicago Cubs. Uh he's been really good. In two of his three starts, five innings or more, one run or less. Give it three runs against the Giants. He's got his two good starts, 15 strikeouts over 12 innings. Looks pretty strong there. You look at those minor league numbers, 392 ERA, 106 Ks and 110 innings pitched. Gets Pittsburgh this week. Definitely, I think, a
2: streamable option, Toby. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I'm I, Wesneski is, is very interesting. Um, he's pitched really well. What kind of stood out to me, honestly, was the bat projection for him. Uh, the bad ham is him at 3.75 ERA with a 1-2 whip uh, strikeout per innings pitched, which is very unusual for a projection system to have, have a rookie pitcher that low. Um, but in those 15 and 2 thirds, you know, he's been super lucky. 1.189 uh, BABIP, 85.4% strand rate, but 27.1% minus K- K-walk rate. You know, it's, it's kind of out of left field, though, with the 10.1% swinging strike rate. So that's coming down but close to 40% O swing, you know, in zone contacts really good. So he's kind of checking all the boxes and he's got good matchups. If I remember correctly, Um, he's got at Pittsburgh versus Cincinnati at home, I think. And then I see right now
1: looking at Roto wire, I see at Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia the next two weeks.
2: Uh, Oh, Philly's the last, last week. Yeah. So you start him this week and next week and then don't touch him against Philly. You just hope he, he does okay.
1: Yep. The Philly team that puts up all the runs. Shore, 40 shore bombs this year, folks. 40 shore bombs. Michael, Michael Toglia picked up in 31 leagues as I $17. Another Rocky, folks. And this one should have been an ad as well. Like we talked about him last week. Uh, a very good minor league profile. It's been very hit and miss in the bigs, 31% K rate. He had two triples and three hits on Monday night. Uh, so I gave you a glimmer of what we do know to expect from him. But they're like I get said a lot of swing and miss, but seven games and cores. Giants pitching is atrocious like this is just the perfect storm for uh, all your Rockies bats you could find they only put up three runs on uh, Tuesday but they put up seven on Monday two more games to put up probably 20 more so enjoy it
2: yeah absolutely I I have totally uh, on almost every single one of my teams so yesterday was really nice yeah I also picked up the the steal um yeah I mean he strikes out at a decent clip 31.3 percent his contact rate isn't that awful though you know he's at 81.3% in zone. So about 4% lower than league average, 3, 4% lower than league average. And then contact rate, uh, you know, about 6% lower than league average. So the strikeout rate being high is not necessarily surprised, but low ground ball rate hitting the ball hard. You know, um, he's got four barrels, two home runs, one 10.6 max EV hitting the ball really hard. So yeah, seven games. I mean, I'll probably drop him after this week. It was like a Signed from the heavens, he got uh, outfield eligibility. Yes, that was uh, huge. On Sunday, that just really freed him up and, and made him a lot more valuable, at least on some of my teams this week, where I had some tough decisions to make at corner infield, and he kind of made those easier for me. So, shout out to Tolia.
1: And like we've talked about before, uh, after this week, they have no games in Coors next week. I think maybe three games to wrap up the year. So, your Rockies are pretty much losing all value after this week. So, Adam. Drop him, go from there. Uh, anybody else that really stands out to you? Because like Elias Diaz, that's a coolest play. Dylan Floro, we talked about before, trying to get specs. Jose Suarez, another guy that screwed up a two-star week. But he's been really good. Um, yeah. Brandon Marsh is swinging the bat great right now. Uh, anybody else that you'd like to discuss that was picked up? Edward Olivares is back from the IL. He got picked up in 21 leagues. Uh, a lot of kind of hit and miss guys out there.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, Floro, closer, you know, looks pretty set in that role. Pujols has, uh, five lefties this week. So the I picked 700, him up in, Pujols, get the in, 700. In yeah. And he also started today against a righty. I, they're so, they're going to
1: play him every day. I think they want that 700.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's nice there. Um, Duran, you know, looks like he's the closer in Minnesota. At least he's gotten a couple opportunities. Savale, I picked him a, up a couple places. He, um, He's got the the two step. He pitched decently well yep. um, today. I think he only gave up two earned runs in five. Yep. Not a lot of K's, but you know it's his first start back. Bader coming back from the IL. You know I picked him up where he was available in fifteen teamers. Um, so that's really nice. Uh, yeah, those are, those are the main ones. Those are the ones that kind of stand out to me a little bit. Yeah.
1: And if there's other ones, we'll probably hit on them when we give our fab results from last week. Mm -hmm. So let's get to it, Toby. Like I actually, and certainly he's not all, I made a lot of moves in some leagues. It was like cutting fat time. So a lot of dollar, $2, $3 moves coming up right now. So what did you do this past week?
2: Yeah, I, um, I did a bunch of stuff. I, I had a lot of moves. So, uh, Brandon Crawford was a major target. Um, you know, he's got the four games at, at Coors. So that's, that's pretty huge. Um, probably only playing three of them, but I think he was a 23 and a half dollar player. Um, for the first half of the week, according to Rasball. So added him dropped to Zay Barrero, added, added Jonathan Daza dropped Carl Edwards Jr. Uh, added Carlos Santana dropped Jack Sawinski. That was a, that was a huge one yesterday. Added David Robertson dropped Jimmy Hergett. Yeah, hurgett, my god. Damn, like <laughs> like Herget is the setup man forever. Yep. Can't get a save. You move on from him. I had him on every single team. You move on from him, and the next outing, he gets the save. Yep. Oh well. You can't.
1: I think can't I think him. it was I think it was Jensted and Erickson on Sunday night. They're they were talking about Herget, and like I think Jensted goes. Phil Nevin has no clue what he's doing over there. Like at zero, like it's over every game. It's a different strategy. And I'm like, yep, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah.
2: Um, added Braxton Garrett, dropped Brian Abreu. Uh, Garrett uh, assumed that he was going to take the, the, the role of uh, Trevor Rogers against the Nats on Thursday. And that's, so far, RotoWire has him in there. Um, added Luis Gonzalez for the four games at Coors, three against a righty. Dropped Lars Newtbar, who's got a rough schedule coming up. The Cardinals have the fewest games remaining um, of any team. And then added Jan Gomes, who's been playing a lot and went off on Sunday, but um, didn't didn't do much on, on Monday. But he's been playing two out of three pretty consistently. So I have him in there for the seven games. Uh, added Brandon Crawford, dropped Jose Barrero. Added Jonathan Daza, dropped Garrett Cooper. I, I felt a little sad about this one because Cooper missed Friday and Saturday. And, there was some semblance of an injury there, but you just never know. He played Sunday, but I just couldn't trust it. Um, added John, uh, David Robertson, dropped Jorge Lopez. It was a nice run, Jorge. Added Tim Anderson, dropped Lars Barr. This is a league where I have, you know, like I I, I can I have a pr- pretty good bench. So even with Anderson probably not playing this week or being able to be put in this week, I, I still added him there. And then added AJ Minter and added Max Stassi, who has been so bad he grounded into a triple play um, it's
1: crazy watching stassi struggle because we know the talent's there and he's God, so frustrating yeah
2: they've got they got uh i think three or four lefties this week and so that's that the perfect was the main, storm yeah. main main uh emphasis there let's see how many do they have oh oh no they only have the two well oh, that sucks um anyways poor management on my end Got two next week, also. So you never know. You're just planning ahead. Yeah, uh, you won't be on my team next week. I promise you that. Uh, next up, uh, Jake Cave added. Jake Cave dropped Garrett Cooper. Added Carlos Santana. Dropped Jose Barrero. Added Luis Gonzalez. Dropped Nick Martinez. I added Ryan Tippa. Dropped Sir Anthony Dominguez. Added Austin Voth. Actually, how did Voth pitch today? He was going today, wasn't he?
1: Yes, he was. i don't Baltimore. I'm trying to think. I mean, he did. pitched
2: well because they only gave up. Um, three total runs. I think he didn't get the win, but what did my boy both do? Oh, five, five innings, six hits, three K's. All right. All right. That's all right. serviceable. That's serviceable. Yeah, serviceable. I mean, he does have the game remaining is against the Astros. So uh that kind of sucks, but in that, he'll get the that,
1: stomach flu and get pushed to Monday.
2: Yeah, maybe. I hope so. <laughs> um, Yeah. I went with him just cause I, I'm in a league and, and you know, there's a decent, um gap between me and second place. So in order to get first place, I need to luck out and get a ton of random wins. And, and that didn't happen, but I tried. Um, next up we got Brandon Crawford dropped Tyler O'Neill, added Domingo Acevedo dropped Ian Kennedy. Oh my God, last week for Ian Kennedy was absolutely brutal. Like he blew a save in his last outing the week before. And it looked like they move on, might move on to somebody else, but there wasn't another save chance. And I was like desperate for saves here. So I was like, okay, I'm going to throw him in there one more game. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> I think he gave up 11 earned runs. It was brutal. It was in brutal. In like a little over an inning. I think his ERA was like 95, <laughs> something like that. Like good God. Um, added Harrison Bader, dropped Taylor Naquin. Really wish I had that Bader in there um reyes maranta i added him i think he might be the closer Must be the closer in yep. az added alex call for next week dropped ramon laureano uh the Nats have a good schedule next week pretty good schedule they got seven games next week is a weird weird schedule yes it is yes it uh, is. because there's not a lot of seven game weeks there's just like a handful of them um and they've got uh the braves for three but then they've got the phillies four for on the four. weekend we yeah. have got Falter, Gibson, Syndergaard, and Wheeler. So not not the worst um, setup there. Um, so I kind of added him for for next week. And then I added Jake Cave, dropped Lars Newt Bar. Again, with with five lefties this week, Newt is kind of unplayable. And they've got five games the week after that. The you Philly's could play and then, him against the, Pittsburgh.
1: Sorry, the Phillies, the Nats, and the Orioles are the only seven-game teams next week.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, so you can get like a real advantage, um, there. I'm really no offense to anybody, but I'm really hoping that Tyler Anderson gets blown up here. Um, <laughs> sorry to everybody who's got Tyler Anderson. Anderson's is loaded. Um, please, please. Uh, anyways, now everybody who has Tyler Anderson's going to hate me. No, In my no 12 one, no teamer, can hate you. my 12 teamer is a fantastic league. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not winning or anything, but like, the last two weeks of Fab. This week I got picked up eight guys for one dollar each. Wade Miley for Trevor Rogers. Brian Bello uh, for Spencer Steer. Aaron Savale for Sir Anthony Dominguez. Joanne Duran for Montero. Floro for Cooper. Tolia for Nubar. Daza for Hernandez. Pujols for Friedel. It's um, that time of the uh, Friedel went
1: deep just- today too yeah you, the you red know. the reds let yeah. the reds let us down so much last week it was so they frustrating really but it was tough really though did. because it's like they let us down but it's six more games in great american small Park, so i was like torn on i dropped some and kept them in others it was like that was a tough one
2: right there i mean you just got to do what you got to do all yeah right. no
1: i get it. Like, i don't judge it at all because I, I i did it like half of them and the other half i kept them because i didn't have a viable replacement it was very tilting
2: mm. ah brutal so the the d-backs only scored one and Everything else is going to be unearned from from, from our guy. Um, anyways, uh, in TGFBI, added Cody Bellinger, dropped Tyler Naquin, added Haseon Kim, dropped Ka- Keston Hira, added Trejo, dropped Suarez, added Domingo Acevedo, dropped Sir Anthony Domingos, added Aaron Savale, dropped Leody Tavares. Um, this league is is kind of, it's coming down to the wire. It's an intense battle. I just moved into first place for the first time, I think all year. Yesterday. Uh, it's 119 to one nineteen. A pretty good battle with Andrew Ferdinand. Um, I think he's Raging Randall. Um, so he's he's got a great team putting up a fight. It's 119 119 I'm 19th overall. He's 27th. Uh, just you know, gonna go down to the wire. That that's a that's a lot of fun, especially with TPG FBI. I mean, you have the um you have the side pot, you know, that's still there um but you know it's kind of nice like with a relatively low um low suspense you know or like you're you know, there's pride on the line so you care a lot and i've been working that yeah. team really hard but um you know it's nice to just kind of like enjoy a, a stretch run a little bit um in barf added bailey obra i was surprised i was able to get him four dollars um drop drop Montero. Added Tyler Wells. That did not go well. Dropped Miguel Rojas. But my team is like so good uh, pitching-wise that I'm just adding everybody. Added Christian Betancourt. Added Albert Pujols. Added Dr- Harrison Bader. Dropped Newt Bar, Sawinski, and Sessa. Know everybody, nobody loved Sessa last week, but he did get the win. and He did, zero he did get the win. He shut, shut me out for a minute. Huh? Yeah. But that's it for me this week. I, oh, all righty. That's it. I mean, that's crap time. Adds ads and drops.
1: And my first OC, drop, added Josh Jung, dropped Nick Prado, added Hunter Green, dropped Donovan Solano, added Aquino, dropped Newt Bar, added Floro, dropped Schreiber, added Ryan Nelson, dropped Reed Detmers. I gave up on Detmers. I moved on from Detmers. So that was a thing. Uh, next OC, I added David VR. dropped Donovan Solano. We talked about that last week. That sucked. Uh, Joe Urshela uh, dropped Farmer, added Toglia, dropped Tyler O'Neill, who's on the I.L., Added the Punisher, dropped Corey Dickerson, added Bayo, dropped Josh Donaldson, added Ryan Nelson, dropped Josh Schraber, added Oliveras, dropped Nick Prado, added Dylan Floro, dropped Reed Detmers, added Elias Diaz, dropped Carson Kelly. Told you I was making a lot of moves in these (laughs) leagues. Um, It was literally trim the fat. We're going to do it again this weekend. If I have the the money to do it, there will be pretty much whatever amount of dollars I have left It's happening. Um, The uh, other OC added the Punisher, dropped Josh Donaldson, added Ryan Nelson, dropped Nick Martinez. Uh, do one of my OC qualifiers. Added Toglia, dropped Dickerson. Added Aquino, dropped Solano. Added Bayo, dropped Hergit. Added Ryan Nelson, dropped Nico Horner. Barf, 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 barf. Added Ryan Nelson, uh, dropped Kyle Bradish. Added Giovanni Gallegos, dropped AJ Puck. Uh, that was just typical. Just like just at looking for a reliever for the final week because I had. Nothing else, uh, money wise, that I could have done in that one. And then TG FBI added Jonathan Daza, dropped Corey Dickerson, added Wade Miley, dropped Austin Foth. That's looking bad now. Added Gavin Lux, dropped Josh Donaldson, added Javier Assad um, more so for next week than this week. Dropped Mitch Keller, added Christian Arroyo, dropped Donovan Solano. So, lot of mixing and matching this week. But you know, the Rockies were the top priority, and then some gigantes if you could, and then fill in the pieces like a lot of Aquino. I'm still a believer in the Punisher, so let's have some fun with that one as well. All righty. We have one listener question today. One listener question. You guys, I don't blame you. It's late. I get it, but one listener question. Actually, John brought two questions in one, so we got two questions. John Dobos, a, a good, avid listener of the show here. First question, Friedel with the home run tonight. You guys think he's di- a dynasty asset for 12-teamers next year?
2: Friedel. Yeah. fringy, fringy. Yeah. I'd say fringy in 12 teamers. I don't know if there's anything that really pushes him above. I mean, we talked about him last week. He's got a good approach at the plate, makes a lot of contact, decent amount of pop, decent steals. So maybe he's like a 2010 guy, you know, like if, if he plays every single day, I'm just not sure. Let's see. What's how old is he? Um, I mean, that's one of the questions for a lot of these guys, right? Is it like, it's like, who's a part of the future there, you know? So he's 27, you know? And I think Fraley's younger than that, right? Jake Fraley, 24, 25. I oh, do no, he's 27 too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's hard to see it necessarily because I, I do think Fraley is like just better, but, um, or more dynamic maybe is a better way to put it. But you never know, could be. Stranger things have happened.
1: I'm with you. He's he's very fringy. Guys, it depends on your team and what you got going on. I can see the pros and the cons to keeping Friedel on his 12-teamer. Um, I think he might be replaceable, but it depends on your format and what your team needs type of situation. But there's there's definitely upside in that one, to say the least. His other question is, are you starting Bryce Elder tomorrow? He's making a spot start for the Braves. been very good when he gets to the spot start. He's looked very good in the minor leagues. Uh, and He gets the Washington Nationals. But before I give you the floor, Toby – I just wanted to bring this up real quick. So I looked at this last night for my DFS show, and I always do like the last 30 days stats against handedness when it comes to certain things. Over the last 30 days, Toby, the Washington Mm. Nationals are striking out 19% of the time versus Rides hitting 285 with a 155 ISO and a 114 WRC+. Uh Not lighting the world on fire, but by no means are they a cakewalk like for fantasy stats. I would still start Bryce Elder. But I just want to point that out to people that they aren't the the pushover we all thought they'd be. They've actually gotten better since they lost Juan Soto. Let's put it that way.
2: What did they, what did they do against lefties? Can you look that up for me? Uh, yeah, I got it. It's it. it. going for me. I got it right. Um, yeah, I mean, Elder, you could do worse. It depends on the league context always. I mean, he's had two really good starts, but both of the starts that have been decent, I mean, both of the starts that have gotten him above five innings pitched like he's only done that once in his first start and then the two most recent ones and they're both against Miami uh so which is not to say you can't duplicate that but I'm just saying take it with a little bit of a grain of salt um the skills overall for the season aren't aren't great um so yeah but maybe he maybe he discovered something let's see let's take a look at these last two starts whether there's um anything different that he's doing so that we can give people their great advice or i don't know if it's great advice but man it's yeah it's brutal giving advice like down the stretch here or not like brutal like it's not like like you know challenging but it's like you know you're giving advice for people for one start you know yeah um which is tough it's tricky but
1: like if he had to pick a streamer for tomorrow he's probably one of the better streamers i'll say that much but it's not like a lock yeah. by any
2: means yeah this makes no sense at all dude he had his, his Z contact is at 98, percent, which is god awful. And that can't be. His strikeout rate is somehow at 33.3%, even though his O swing is below league average, <laughs> his walk rate is above league average, and his swinging strike rate is well below league average. Like this guy's going to get torn up tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you asked what the nasty versus lefties over the last 30 days 22.5% K rate, 241 average. 142 ISO, 88 WR. So not as okay. That's lefties, what I like to see. Not as good versus lefties. So you got they're still not as bad as I'd expect, but not as not as good. I'm just I'm just impressed because when the trade with Bell and Soto happened, I expected their numbers to go completely the other way, and they've actually gone down. Like strikeout rates have gone. Like they put in the ball and play more. I'm shocked, absolutely shocked with these guys. But uh, I guess it goes to show you give some young kids a chance to do something, and anything can happen. So we'll see. But all right, Toby, we'll wrap it up there. Any final thoughts as we have two fab periods to go one full week of the season after this one wraps up. So, you know, about two weeks to go of baseball, about two weeks of baseball to go. Any final thoughts as we keep grinding along here?
2: Uh, good luck. <laughs> this is always, it's so nerve wracking. You're just like trying to hold on, you know, you're just like, Oh, come on, come on. That's where I'm at. I'm at the point in the season where I'm just like, end season, end, yeah. end. I don't want any blowups. Like every start is so magnified. Like I had to, Oh man, I had this decision. I, I have Shohei in a league and he's got seven games and they're pretty juicy matchups, but the thing I need the most is ratios. So do I start Shohei, even though I have God awful pitching, or is it like Shohei and uh, Aquino or Giolito and, uh, and Shohei? And I went with Giolito and Shohei and, I'm nervous. Giolito, he has not been good, but he, the, the skills have been okay and kind of lucked out a little bit, maybe knock on wood with um, him getting pushed to, to Detroit. Um, he got pushed to Detroit on Friday, I think from Cleveland on Thursday. And I think that's yep. probably a, a step up. So we'll see what ends up happening, but it's just stuff like that, right? Where you like, don't want to have to do anything, but you know, that's, that could determine your season.
1: Yep. I'm with you. It's It's one of those weird ones. And like I said, and you did it too. Like I made a lot of moves, dropped a lot of guys that people might like, why are you dropping them? It was a whole lot of changing things up for what I needed at the time. And depending on the money I had this week, I could do it all over again. It's based on maximizing at bats, maximizing innings. It's just, um, I can't remember what show I was on. It wasn't this one, but this might've been Fantasy Pros or something. I said, I need the feature. Like there's this golf thing, Fantasy National. When you'd use the lineup optimizer, you can play like incognito mode where it blacks out all the names. So all you see are stats and matchups oh yeah, and, yeah. And, you said you and mentioned this last week so, oh so it was on this show i'm like i just do that on this do it for the next two weeks just do that mm-hmm. because it'll like obviously you don't want to like you know get rid of shohei otani and stuff just if, he, if if he's been struggling but you get the drift of what i'm trying to say like yeah. that's why i want to talk about shay mcclanahan at the beginning of the show he legit might be a very reasonable drop this sunday like t- completely reasonable like, totally. drop and if people just saw that name, there's going to be so many people that hold that guy going, I can't drop Shane McClanahan. But then I ask you, what's he doing for you for the next 10 days that what someone is, else can't do? What so, is Shane McClanahan? It's not personal. It's me not, it's, it's me, not you. That's yeah. what you have to tell him. It's me, not you. It's a clean breakup. So I'll make it happen. But
2: thank we'll, you for the memories, Shane. Yes, thank you for the memories. We will always have the first five and a half months of the season. Thank you for the memories. I will not be drafting you in the second round next year
1: because
2: <laughs> he'll be going in the first. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, wow. we'll have, I won't be
1: driving there yeah, either. No, no, not a chance But we'll have fun with all that We'll be back next week We'll recap the week in Fab Not sure if we'll recap the week after We might do something else Because I don't think we need to recap A million relief pitchers But we'll see We'll see what happens on that one But we'll be back with you guys next week Good luck If you have any questions, hit us up Let us know you can get Toby on Twitter At Batflip Crazy I'm at BD Trick This is Bubba and the Batflip Episode 137 Catch you guys next time